Welcome to the HMO Success Podcast. My name's Wendy, and this podcast will help you invest in houses of multiple occupation. Today, the purpose for this video is to talk you through the importance of having a cash flow forecast. You should ordinarily have one of these in your business anyway, but failing that, I think now is a perfect time for you to be uh, working on your cash flow forecast. And uh, I'll explain why in a moment. Um, this is obviously an absolutely unprecedented time in property and in HMOs. And uh, HMOs can be a brilliant source of income. As we know, they can set you financially free with just five properties or less. You could be financially free in less than a year. And it's, I've known people to do that. So I know that HMOs are a great strategy. But the key thing is, of course, to get your rooms filled and to minimize the costs on your property portfolio. So today I'm going to share with you the tool, which is part of the coronavirus first aid package for landlords, which you can download. It's down further in the group. So if you haven't yet downloaded your pack, please go down there and download your pack. And I'm going to be updating information to you all over the next few days and weeks. Uh, we've produced other things like a poster for tenants. Again, I'll send, I'll put this up in the group so that if, if any of you find this useful, you can copy and use it in your own properties. Um, and I'm also going to be doing, talking about um, how to manage viewings because obviously viewings is a little bit of a tricky time at the moment. So without further ado, let me get into the meat and bones of this particular video, which is how to use a cash flow forecast. So I'll just share this with you and you will be able to see the cash flow forecast, which uh, is in your pack. And it's a really very simple tool, actually. If you've never done a cash flow forecast, don't be scared about it because it's really fairly easy to use. But this will give you a grip on what's going on in your property. Now, this might be an HMO or it might be a single let or you might have a, a number of different properties in a portfolio. And over the next few months, keeping your cash flow at a good level is going to be critical for the bottom line. So this is a template which, which I've produced and which you can have. And as I say, it's in the pack. So if you haven't used it before, I'm just going to walk you through how to use it and how to start implementing this. I would suggest on a weekly basis to keep control of the money in your account, in your bank account, and uh, with regard to your business, keeping your business afloat. You know, one of the things that keeps our business afloat is knowing the information around the finance. So... The first thing on the cash flow forecast is by starting, you need to add your bank balance in box B52. So if we scroll down, you'll see that I've highlighted it here. So let's say you start with an opening cash balance, maybe not £10,000, let's say £3,000. Okay, so I'm going to put that in box B52. And at the moment, let's say in March, you, you've got perhaps you've got one uh, HMO up and running. So that would go into rental income box one. And of course, you could separate this out by by putting in more lines and putting in the separate rooms if you wanted to. So you could actually have room one, room two, room three, room four, room, room five. Um, let's imagine you've also got a single buy to let and your rental income is, let's say, £600 from that single buy to let. If I'm just going to move. Uh, I'm just going to call that other other income just so that we don't get confused about it at the moment. And actually delete that one as well. OK, so our total cash flow, our total income, I should say, in March was £2,600. And in this spreadsheet, it's already all the maths is there. So it's very easy to see that it was £2,600. That's how much you received. 
but then you also had payments. So in the second section, the lower section here, you'll see that it says payments. So let's say for your, your HMO, maybe your mortgage was 550 pounds and the mortgage on your other property, your buy to let was 250 pounds. Now, if those are fairly standard payments that they, they're probably not going to change, admittedly, you might want a payment holiday and we'll talk about that, but we can then pull that square right across to the other side. And in the final box, in the totals column, you'll see that the total amount of mortgage payments will appear there. And I'm going to do that as well for the single buy to let. Uh, so I can see every month that my mortgage payments are in there. Now, there may be other payments that you are responsible for. So I've plotted some of these all in already, just to give you an idea. So in the HMO, you might be paying for broadband. Uh, you might have council tax to pay. Uh, insurance, if it's two properties, maybe the insurance is more like £40 a month. So I will just plot that right across that line so you can see that. I've got gas, that's for the HMO and electricity because the single buy to let runs their own uh, utilities. I've got water, I've got a cleaner. Um, I need to plot in some professional fees because you might still be paying the services of an accountant or a tax advisor, um, and that needs to be plotted into your costs. Um, you may have some bank charges, ridiculous though it is. Don't get me started on bank charges. I cannot believe in this environment that banks are still charging for using their services. But anyway, that is a whole other ball game. I'll get on to the economy later this week. Um, I'm not going to put in any drawings uh, into that box at the moment. Uh, I haven't got any legal fees at the moment. I'm not going to put tax payments in because we're probably not going to have to pay tax for a while. Um, and, and maybe I've got another £40 of other fees. So my total payments come to 1,285. So the deficit or the surplus is 1,315. So that's the difference between what I've received, 2,600, and what I've had to pay out. So we've got 1,315. Now, if we add that to the 3,000 that's in the bank, which we entered at the beginning, my closing cash balance should be 4,315. Now, if you do this accurately, and if you reconcile it with your bank account, your business bank account, and I would suggest that you have a business bank account where all your transactions go through so you can easily reconcile it, these two figures should match up. Ideally, you'll get to the position where your figures will actually match up with what your, uh, you know, with what it says in the uh, cash flow forecast. So that's really, really important that that is what is going on there. Now, you can then plot this all the way across. So let's say we get to April and you've got a few tenants who maybe aren't paying their rent. So let's put in £1,600. And you're maybe still getting paid from the single buy to let, which is great but you can see immediately that your income has gone down. Now, it might be that actually your cleaners stop working, so you can take out the cost of the cleaners, which is a bit of a shame, but it may happen. Probably all the other utility costs will stay as they are. You'll still have maybe an, a monthly fee to pay. You still have your bank charges to pay. Those won't change. Hmm. Uh, and maybe you've managed to cut down all your other expenses, so you've got very little uh, other outgoings. But we still see that our outgoings are 1,170. So again, for that month, we can see in box C45 that the cash flow surplus is 1,030. Now, on this spreadsheet, what we're not 
including is drawings, which we could, of course, add in to the uh, payment section. I'm just assuming that these will just, you don't need to live on them, you don't need the money, in which case it'll just very nicely add up over the year. And if you didn't draw any money out, you'd see that by the end of the year, you would get to a closing cash balance on N49 of £9,800. Very nice. But probably many of us are having to live on the cash that we generate from our cash flow from our portfolios. So let's put into this line here £1,000. Let's say you generate £1,000 income every month and you need that to live on. And it, of course, might be significantly more than that. Well, you can see immediately the impact of that, that while you're, um, that, sorry, that hasn't quite worked. Let me just check these uh, figures. So, yes, that's right, actually, that, no, that has worked. So we started with £3,000 in the bank. The monthly cash flow surplus is only £315 for March because once we've taken into account our drawings, so our closing cash balance in the bank is 3,315. The following month, we see that our cash flow uh, surplus is only 30 pounds once we've plotted in our 1,000 pound owner's drawings, which I'll just highlight there so you can see it. Now, let's imagine that you say to yourself, well, I need that 1,000 pounds all the way through this year. That, that's my, my set income. That's uh, how I pay my bills. So you have to keep that in there. So then it comes to thinking about how else you can play around with the numbers on the spreadsheet. So you can start to do some worst case scenario plans. So let's imagine that your single buy to let carries on uh, buying, uh, carries on paying their, their um, rental income, their, sorry, their rental payment. But let's imagine that your HMO tenants start to fall behind. So maybe in your HMO, you go down to 1400 pounds, maybe go to 1300 pounds, maybe you go down to a thousand pounds in July. What happens then to your cash flow? What happens then to your income? Well, you can see when it's in brackets, it means that you are in a negative, you're in a deficit position. So from this cash flow forecast, we can see that just by May, if you don't take any action, your income is going to be down. Your, so it goes down to £2,000 here. Your drawings still need to remain the same so that you survive but you are now in a deficit position I'll just highlight that so you can see that you're now in a deficit position here so things do become pretty serious so it, it starts to become really vital that you start to plan ahead so you might look at this and think well this is a likely outcome of what's going to happen with my tenants so I'm actually going to now be writing to the bank to say I need a payment holiday on my mortgage for those three months so those months there of May, June and July, I'm going to ask for a payment holiday. Well, fantastic. Delete those out of the spreadsheet because you now are going to have a three month payment holiday. Uh, you might try and carry on with the single let for the time being. So what difference does that make? Ah, good. It puts us back into a positive position, at least for a couple of months. You can see by the time we come to July, even with a payment holiday, if our rents are as low as a thousand pounds, we will be in a negative cash flow position. So you can now use this spreadsheet to plot your predicted rental incomes. At the beginning of each month, I'd suggest that you have a conversation with your tenants. You need to find out what your tenants are planning on paying. You need to keep a grip 
of how much they are paying. If they're paying monthly, you're going to have four weeks before you understand how much month, how much income you've got, and that actually is is quite a quite a risk. So we are asking our tenants to go on to uh, weekly payments because then we can keep a lot better control on payments coming in and making sure that we are um, uh, keeping keeping track of those that that cash flow within the business. So I hope that this uh, is of some help to you. I hope it's of some use to you. Um, please put some comments in, in the thread if you've got questions about how to use the cash flow forecast. Um, but I hope that by using this tool, it will really help you to be able to um, manage your business better, manage the cash flow and predict any shocks to your business so that you can foresee them and take action before it's too late. I look forward to speaking to you all very, very soon. Thank you for watching. Speak soon. Bye now. Thank you for listening to the HMO Success Podcast. If you'd like to know more about how you can create a profitable HMO business, please visit our website, hmosuccess.co.uk, to find out more. We have plenty of free tools and information for you there, and also on our Facebook group, The Ultimate HMO Success System. We look forward to connecting with you very soon. Thanks for listening.